There she is, there she is, there's what keeps me up at night. Oh gee whiz, oh gee whiz, there's why I can't eat a bite. Those flaming eyes, that flaming youth. Oh mister, oh sister, tell me the truth. Greetings fellow investigators and welcome to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. The scenario is Reeling Midnight. It was written by Tom Lynch, and it's included in a collection called New Tales from the Miskatonic Valley. Our game master is Tyler Hudak, and this is episode three. Our recap will be given by me as my character, Detective Benjamin Armand. So without any further delay, let's continue our journey into the darkness. Well, I was afraid this was going to be a dull case. Uh, you have expectations when rich people hire you to find their kid, and it's easy to understand why they're concerned, but I feel we've all made a terrible error in judgment. We thought the best way to gain some information was to attend one of these weekly bacchanals thrown by the Hungarian Aristos. It wasn't exactly lavish, but it was decadent, and the crowd was made up of mostly younger folk. I met this Zoltan Vargas, and he seemed snooty enough. Nothing sinister in my opinion, but it was the daughter that we were waiting for. When she finally appeared, I could see what all the boys meant. Phew, what a hot tomato. I'll admit I was actually wondering why she was wasting her time with a bunch of boys, when what she needed was a real man. But she wasn't interested in us middle-aged folks. Uh, she wanted fresh meat. So while people were distracted, I secreted myself up to take a poke around the upstairs and didn't find much of anything. Zoltan had a stack of cabbage upstairs in his wardrobe, which looked like enough to tide him over for a while. I also found some long brunette hairs on his bed, which may or may not mean anything. I then checked on the maid's room. Uh, I think her name's Frida. Uh, it was plain and spartan, like you'd expect. Down the other end of the hall, I could hear someone getting a little horizontal refreshment, if you know what I mean. So I decided to make my getaway back down the stairs. There I consulted with the others. Garland had finally located Eugene in the basement, getting high on Rifa. I told the others, in my opinion, this just seemed like an ordinary shindig. Ariadne seemed like a modern girl, a little loose with her mores, as were most of the guests. Uh, she liked sleeping with the handsome young men, but from the variety of classes and backgrounds, I wouldn't have guessed that she was trying to finagle anyone's cheese. How do we handle a situation where Eugene, a grown man, is just trying to have himself a thrill with a pretty girl, and he's not in any real danger, either for himself or for his family's money? Yep, that's what I thought. Not any real danger. What a lousy moron I am. So the gong rings, the bacchanal starts, and Miss Ariadne wafts down the stairs dressed in a diaphanous white robe. She sensually flirts with all the boys and then picks Eugene, who follows her up the stairs. I could see clearly that old Zoltan was not really happy at his niece's behavior, but she's an independent woman and his snooty European manners keep him from uh, pressing the issue any further. So up they go. We figure we'll wait until he's had time to sow his wild oats and then take him home happy and drunk. But then a gunshot rings out. We all rush up the stairs. 
and I catch a glimpse of someone running down the hall. Instinctively, I go after him, and I catch him trying to escape through the window. It was Stuart Portman, drunk and belligerent and screaming for his lawyer. I call Harvey over to help me restrain the guy, and he tells me what they found inside. From what he said, Eugene was shot dead on the floor. Miss Ariadne had jumped or was thrown out of a window, and there was some very odd sticky cord blocking the door. Can't say this case is dull now, that's for sure. All right, so as we open up, uh, if everybody can remind me where, where everybody is. I know some of you are in the room, some of you are in the hallway. Uh, I've called Harvey, he's come over to where I am. And then the I'm, I'm with the with the Vandermolens in the bedroom, trying to calm down Garland and dealing with the crime scene. Yeah, I took a decent sanity hit for seeing Eugene. Uh... So in, in, in the bedroom, uh, again, uh, Eugene is on the floor. Uh, he is fully clothed. Uh, the gun uh, is lying next to him. Uh, the blood continues to seep out into what looks like a very expensive oriental rug on the floor. Uh, Zoltan, uh, as he was in there, uh, you know, he had run in there uh, looking around for Ariadne. He ran to the window, uh, the open window in the room, mm -hmm. looked down, and then tore out of the room. Uh, I believe one of you had also gone to the window and you had seen uh, Ariadne on the, the ground outside. Um, for Harvey and Benjamin, uh, you, know, you had, uh, Benjamin, you had kind of restrained uh, Stuart Portman. Uh, right who you know is you know even as you restrain him he's saying he's saying things like i don't need to justify myself to the likes of you uh take it up with my lawyer and he keeps trying to push through you i believe you pulled out your gun if i remember right oh, uh, that's that's right i did uh which which has you know definitely uh subdued him a little bit uh like javi put the the cup put some cups on him all right you should have cups <laughs> okay all right. Sorry, boy. Sorry, boy. You ain't going nowhere. Why'd you do it? Why'd you shoot him? I I don't know what you're talking about. What shoot who? It, I, I heard a gunshot go off, and I, I decided to, I, I needed to get out of here. I didn't want you know anybody thinking that I I had done something, which obviously you have. That's a likely story. We'll let you call your lawyer, but not yet. We're gonna question you first, the old-fashioned way. Yeah, you're breaking a ten twenty-seven there, Stuart. Fleeing the scene of a felony. That could get I, you in a lot of hot water. And he, he just continues on. You know, you're, you're just going to have to talk to my lawyer. You're going to hear from my lawyer. Uh, for, for those in the bedroom, you know, Zoltan has run out. Um, the, if, um, and you know, where, we, where we ended it last uh, time was that the, the, the white cords that had uh, of some sticky material that um, had uh, kind of kept the doors shut. It's, it's what you know, prevented you from just immediately opening the door. They started, uh, as you're in there, they start to dissipate and disappear, mm -hmm. uh, kind of you know, evaporate in front of your eyes. Uh, before you do, I believe uh, at least one or two of you had touched them. It felt very sticky, uh, almost yeah, like a webbing type sticky. Yeah, I got a idea that this reminded me a lot of spider silk, just a lot bigger. Yes. <clears throat> now, is, 
I mean, as I'm kind of over Eugene, um, still in a little bit of a, a daze and disbelief almost, is he has the Derringer in his hand. Is it smoking? Is it is that the gun that fired? Yeah, like a, it is definitely the, the gun that fired. And um, it is near his hand as though he pulled the trigger on himself? Uh, give me a, uh, I don't know if any of you would have like a criminology type skill. Um, uh, that's going to be my, uh, no. I have a lot of law. <laughs> law, you know, I'll give you that for, for law. Um, uh, otherwise, just roll, I guess, uh, idea. Oh, oh, eight. That is an extreme success on law. Yeah. So if you made it, uh, yeah, you do see, you know, uh, powder burns. Uh, on his hand and actually on his mouth as well. Uh, I, I, I should have done something. I, I knew he had the gun. I knew he wasn't in the right head. I, I, I turned from the door. Mr. Vandermolen, there's nothing you could have done. I don't even know because I didn't see this. What, if, what did you just notice? He, he he shot himself. I mean, he 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 had this gun and the powder burns. I mean, look, he was in his hands. He's the one who pulled the trigger. Yeah, Garland's. Uh, you know what happened to Eugene? Obviously, is not uh, your fault. Although it is a pity we didn't uh, get here sooner or act more decisively. Or it's a pity his parents didn't call us a week ago. Maybe we could have avoided this. Uh, but whatever brought him to this sorry pass. Uh, you know, we did what we could. You talked to him, he didn't listen. Uh, and I'm gonna, you know, unless Garland is too distressed to turn from, I'm gonna look out the window. I wanna see what, you know, if people lift Ariadne or, you know, Zoltan appears or if she stirs. Yeah, so as, as you look out the window, uh, you do see Zoltan just kind of come around the corner, um, head over to Ariadne, and he kind of leans over to her, uh, and you can see her starting to stir as your, your eyes kind of adjust to the darkness a little bit. It looks like, you know, maybe that she landed on some bushes or something that were underneath that might have, you know, broken her fall somewhat. Um, and he kind of helps her up, uh, and, you know, very slowly she starts to walk back uh, slash limp um back to towards the front of the house uh within you know less than you know a minute uh benjamin and harvey uh you know you're assuming you're still on the second floor uh kind of in that area overlooking the uh the the front uh hallway um or vestibule uh you see uh zoltan and ariadne come in and you can hear him uh you know, kind of encouraging her to, to come in, uh, and he starts leading her uh, towards the sitting room. A, cr a crowd of people have also kind of gathered in, in the, the vestibule area, some of whom are gathering their things and leaving. So right. once, uh, once we have uh, the young fellow restrained, uh, I'm going to tell Harvey to keep a hold of him. I got to go. I'm the detective. I'm going to go look at the room. Yeah. We, 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 we need to call the police. We need to get somebody here. Yeah, call the police. Yeah. Yep. Uh, from the window to where the shrubs where she fell, 20 feet? Roughly. You're on the second floor, so you know, 15, 20 feet. Uh, probably so closer depending on how she fell, she could have snapped her neck or she could be more or less okay. I wouldn't have moved her. I uh, joined them at the window. She's up then. 
Yeah. Oh, the boy's killed, huh? Let's take a look. Are we sure he's dead? Can I feel for a... Oh, yeah. Do you, uh, you, you definitely feel for a pulse. There, there's none there. Um, and, I mean, you can... I'm sure, you know, in your police work, you've seen uh, uh, head wounds and, and suicide victims. This is what it kind of looks like to you. Now, where did he shoot himself? Yeah, in the mouth, uh, out the back oh, of the head. Oh, he did. Well, I'm oh, going to collect the. I'm going to collect the gun with my pen because I don't want to touch it. You, know, you can Pearson can always stick the gun to make it look like a suicide. Um, is on is he on his back? Uh, yes, he'd be lying on his back. Okay. Um, I mean, look at the powder burns. What else could have happened? Well, uh, I mean, we don't know what happened. That's the whole point. We keep an open mind until we find out for sure what all the all the evidence puts together. I look over at the bed. Is it unmade? Was she lying it's on the made. bed? The, the bed is made. It does, it does not look like it has been used. So she hadn't... And there's no... Of her, none of her clothing on the ground. No, and, and you remember they were they had gone up maybe five minutes. Um, it, right, from the time they, they went up there to when this happened. There's no time for for anything to have happened, unless the boy was waiting in the room, and he orchestrated this somehow. We'll have to question Ariadne and so forth. But I'm going to look completely around the room at everything. While he's doing that, I'm going to sidle over. Um, you didn't see this because we got in here before you did, but we couldn't get the door open for a good while. It was stuck. How? Is there a chair? No. Uh, it's a little hard to believe, but I can, I sort of hold up my hand just to show the residue. It was the only thing I can really describe. It was like, think of the world's largest spider made a web across that door. But as you can see, I gestured at the door. I watched it dissipate myself. So is there a wet stain where it was? Uh, you you look, um, you know, where she's pointing. I won't make you make any rolls or anything like that. It, it, from a distance, it looks normal. But the closer you get to it, you don't see like a stain, almost like a dusty off coloring. And if you were, were to rub your hand over it, you feel like this almost like texture or you know, powdery texture on it, that something was definitely there, but whatever it was is, is gone. You know, yeah, the door was all gummed up and it was gummed up bad enough that it took two of us to open it, even though it wasn't locked. So you know, it was... Uh, I'm, I'm, the odd thing that comes into my mind is, I don't know if you've ever had this, um, this Chinese candy that's wrapped in paper, but you pop the paper in your mouth and the paper disintegrates, dissolves. I know the Chinese make some silk things out of, you said spider silk. Mm -hmm. I don't know. How, how bizarre. I mean, the, the, the door was stuck. I'm, you're talking about like somebody somebody shot Eugene, but Eugene is the one who shot himself. How could they gotten out of the room? We couldn't even get in. That's and the only way out was the way. I'm looking around for any other way out of the room, even the secret passageway. No, I mean, looking around the room, um, it's, uh, you know, a fairly decently sized bedroom. 
Uh, it has a one door, uh, one window and, and one door. The, the window is the one that's opened. The uh, door uh, leads to a closet. Uh, you know, just, you know, looking around the room itself, it's just, you know, there are some generic paintings hanging hanging on the wall. You know, probably something that you would consider like calendar art. You know, something sure. you know, like that. Uh, there are some uh, cheap knickknacks uh, around a couple shelves and, and tabletops. Uh, the only really thing of note, um, you know, other than you know, you know, just like clothes, uh, dresser and, and bed and, and all that is uh, there's a stack of mov movie magazines that kind of fill up. Uh, you know, one of the chairs. Uh, like she had been reading them and just kept, you know, like stacking them up. Uh, what kind know, of bed is it? Size. It's is it a, a bed with an area underneath. Uh, you, oh yeah, yeah. It's it's like a four post bed. Uh, I'll actually, down to make uh, sure really this. Nice. So it's a four post. Okay. So I'm going to look down and maybe get down on my hands, knees, look under the bed and see if there's anything. Uh, you look under, you know, other than some, you know, uh, some dust and things like that. There's there's nothing underneath there. Is there a bathroom in this? No, not not in this room. Uh, you remember though that there was a bathroom across the hall. And I'll walk over to the window too. And uh, is it a window or a balcony? A window. It's a window. And does it look like the window was opened, or does it look like it was already open? Uh, it was either opened or already opened. It, it was not broken. Okay. Uh, all that way. Yeah. And you looked at it and you do see, you know, there, it did look like uh, Ariadne had fall it when she was fallen or pushed or, or whatever happened. Uh, she hit uh, some, some bushes, which uh, seemed to at least partially break her fall. Uh, looking um, as you, you kind of peer outside the window, you do hear the, um, the sound of sirens in the distance. Are there screens on other windows? Screens? No. Screens. Say that one more time. I, I wondered if there were screens on the windows. It's a warm evening. No. So the windows all over the house are open. Yeah. And people are just shooing away. Yeah. Oh, looking out the window, is there any way somebody could have climbed up the window? Not without a ladder or, or something like that. There, there's no there's vines, no there's, there's no trellis or, or anything like that. Yeah, and there's no <sighs> that you can see. Um, you know, Harvey, you're uh, either in the doorway or in the hallway, I assume, kind of holding on to Stuart Portman. Yeah, I'm putting the heat on him. Yeah, he's, he's still kind of struggling, you know, threatening you with his lawyer. Uh, he's getting quieter and quieter, though. Uh, as you're standing there, though, you do see uh, Zoltan kind of walk, <coughs> excuse me, from the sitting room, which, if you recall, the, the way that uh, it was laid out, there was the foyer that you had walked into with the stairs that led upstairs, and then to the right, the room to the right was the sitting room. He walks out of there, uh, and you can hear him saying to um, uh, to everyone there, and he kind of sees you uh, upstairs and says that as well. Uh, the police have been notified. You know, please, if you're not directly involved, I suggest you take this opportunity to leave. And you can also well, I, I personally don't think anybody should leave until uh, uh, the police have gotten here because we don't know who's involved in this. Yeah, this is a police matter. There, I, mean, I suppose what, if you were what, what do you mean? What do you mean? <laughs> Who else is involved? Well, Garland, we don't know whether he pushed her at the window and then felt regret or whether 
they had a tussle and that's how he got shot and she threw herself out the window. And we don't know if there was, you know, something else going on. It's just, you know, it's, 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 it's a, situation, a situation that requires investigation. Exactly. I maybe, maybe, and I'm going to sort of put an arm around him and lead him out of the bedroom because he probably should not spend any more time with Eugene's corpse. It's not doing him any good. No. Uh, and and I'm going to actually, I'm going to start taking him downstairs. I'd like to see if anybody was outside because it's interesting to me whether the gunshot happened before she fell or whether the gunshot happened after you she fell. So as you start walking down the stairs, uh, a couple things you notice. So you get about you know halfway down the stairs. Oh, first off, Garland, are you going with him? Uh, are you letting him lead you out of the room? Yeah. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so you both uh, start going down the stairs uh, along with anybody who else who is following you. Um, you, you as you you know, kind of get halfway down, you know, for, the first thing you notice is the house is almost empty now. You know, everybody who was here, they are gone. Um, the only per the only people that you see uh standing around um are uh you know frida is kind of uh, ushering people out uh in the the way that that she does it uh glenda is standing kind of in the corner i, I think she she once she sees you um she kind of you know it was obvious that she was looking for you uh and then zoltan is kind of standing uh in the doorway of the uh sitting room uh kind of ushering people out as gerhard vinch uh if you recall he was the the kind of spiritualist uh who was who there walks by uh zoltan gets this really um angry look on his face and you can hear him say and you you stay away from her you and your magic mumbo jumbo you don't ever come back here again and with that you know gerhard you know starts to kind of slink out of the room uh out, out the front door um when you get down to the, the bottom of the stairs, immediately uh, Glenda uh, comes up to you uh, and starts going, Thaddeus, are, are you okay? What happened? We've heard that somebody was killed. Uh, yes, uh, Glenda, um, I'm afraid um, uh, our friend, your friend and mine, Eugene, um, has uh, been shot. Uh, we don't know uh, quite what happened. Did you, have you, did you see Ariadne come in? Yeah, she's she's in the sitting room. Uh, uh, Zoltan uh, had free to bring her some brandy to to calm her nerves. She was uh, she looked like she was hurt and she was mumbling something. I couldn't quite hear it. Uh, and with that, you can hear the sirens get louder and louder outside. She kind of you know starts looking around, you know, a, a little unsure, you know, what to, what to do. Um, if, before the police yeah. come, I want to question Ariadne. So, okay. yeah, uh, Glenda, um, thank you for looking up for me. Um, and I will give her uh, my personal card and say, oh. I think you should probably scoot before the oh. police I, I, arrive. I thank you. I, I think that's a great idea. Please, I'll I'll give you a call where, you know, I, I'm like I said, I'm going to be down at Gleason's department store. That's where I work. Come see me. Uh, and, and with that, she kind of leans in, gives you a hug, kisses your cheek, and then turns around and, and you know, kind of hurriedly goes out the door. Um, uh, Benjamin uh, and uh, I guess whoever else is, is following him. Uh, as you uh, walk into the sitting room, the uh, it, you know you you see you know it exactly the way that you expected it to be, except all the alcohol has disappeared out of this room uh, and likely out of the entire uh, house has been kind of hidden away. Uh, 
Frida, or not Frida, uh, sorry, Ariadne is kind of sitting in one of the chairs. She does have a glass of brandy in her hand, uh, kind of like half drank. Um, she looks to little be in, in somewhat of a daze, uh, just kind of, you know, looking around the room, have, having this like um, distant stare in her eyes. Uh, and as you walk into the room, Zoltan kind of puts a hand on you and says, please, please, the, the police are coming. You, you should probably go. Well, I'm a detective, so. Uh, oh, and, uh, I'm, and I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I'm a detective. I, I I need to talk to her. And oh. unfortunately, we were here to discover the body, so we need to speak to the police as it is. Oh, okay. Um, well, uh, he, he looks a little confused, and then he looks over at uh, Harvey, who's got a Stewart and and cuffs, right? Yeah, right. and I'm going to now put him in a chair politely but firmly so he can wait there until the police come he was mm -hmm. fleeing the scene of a crime he, he's kind of resigned himself now he's still not happy but he's at least compliant uh zoltan seems to um uh say well uh, all right I, I guess the police will, will likely want to speak to all of you uh and, and with that he kind of you know put takes his hand off you it wasn't anything you know um uh like he was pushing you or anything like that he just you know stopping you um, uh, well we're not going to be indiscreet about your party i actually probably know you have parties yeah i, I very much appreciate that yeah, did you uh, know the young fellow uh only that he had been here at the party a, a number of times uh, ariadne had invited him other than that uh, i believe we had talked once or twice uh, but other than that no uh, this is a complete shock of course, something like this would certainly be to anyone, but especially to the other victim of the scene. I sort of glance over because, again, I'm pretty tall. I can probably sort of glance over his shoulder. How's Ari Ariadne looking? Uh, she's just kind of sitting in the chair. She's got this like distant stare on in, in her eyes. Um, she's just kind of just like staring across the room uh she's uh like physically uh you she's got uh, uh some scratches uh right. and, and you know likely a bruise or two on her 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 dress is ripped up a little bit uh from the fall but other than that she seems to be okay okay but like it's like physically she's here but mentally maybe not yeah yeah you can definitely tell that you know mentally she's probably in shock okay well, I'm going to go over to her. Um, excuse me, Miss uh, Vargas. Um, you might have remembered me from the party. I'm Detective Benjamin Armand. Um, uh, I know you're quite disturbed by what happened. Uh, can you tell me what happened after you entered the room with uh, Mr. Eugene? I don't remember Eugene's last name. Wilcox. Wilcox. She just kind of stares at you for you know, like 10 or 15 seconds like she's processing what you're saying to her and then it finally kind of you know registers with her and she looks at you and says he he just pulled out a gun and 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 pointed it at me he he started to to yell at me and so i i opened the window i i had to get out of there and as I backed towards the window, he he put the the gun in his mouth and pulled the trigger, and then I fell, and that's all I remember. 
Do you remember what he said to you? She kind of looks down. No, I, I don't remember. I don't remember any lot. I, I don't remember a lot. It's a lot. It's it's just images in my head. Uh, well, I, I don't. Uh, well, try and try and give me the information that you you have. I mean, I, the police have been called. They'll be here. I can be a lot uh, less uh, uh, intimidating than the police. And uh, if there's a crime that's that's been committed here, I'm the one who will find it. I, I, I don't, I, I, I don't know. He, he was just saying that. I, I, I don't remember what what he was uh, yelling about. He, he kept. I, I, I remember him threatening to shoot me. Uh, he, Why would he, he want to shoot you? I, I don't know. We, we, we had gone up, and then, uh, you know, we were, you know, starting to get intimate, and then. All of a sudden, he did this. I, I, I don't, I, I don't know why. I can't, I can't remember. Um, how close is Zoltan hovering to this conversation? He can hear it. He's, uh, you know, we, the the chair that she's sitting in is maybe five feet from the door. It, it's or the doorway. It's pretty close, so he can overhear everything. He can. He's kind of keeping a pretty close watch over her. Do you know what the substance was that was on the door? The ropes that were holding the door closed. There, there wasn't anything on the the door. I I don't remember seeing anything. Can I? Uh... I don't know. Let's see. Use psychology. Uh, can I do the psychology to see if I think she's lying? Yeah, you, yeah, you all can. You all can. Oh, I got seventy-two out of seventy-five. Ah, Fourteen. I just missed an extreme success, but it's a hard. Oh, hard as well. Yeah. So, uh, for those of you who made it, yeah, she does seem to be telling the truth. She is definitely in in shock. Uh, her. You know, her her memory probably is not all there, uh, but everything as far as you can tell that she's saying is, is the truth. Uh, Dr. Sybil, give me, though, a, give me a, give me an EDU roll. Okay. Uh, 46 out of 85, so I just missed a hard, but it, it, it's a regular. So, you know, as she's talking, you know, she's kind of kind of mumbling and, you know, uh, you know, her she's not, I mean, she's not speaking very loudly, but and it, it's, it's very hard to tell. But but you catch like every once in a while how her accent seems to to drop. Uh, no, nobody else catches this. Uh, but just because you you've been to Hungary, Hungary, you uh, know uh, the Hungarian language, it. it it just kind of, you know, very subtly in your ears, you pick it up. And it's only for, you know, brief seconds. I keep that in the back of my head, but don't say anything. Okay. Um, you know, as as you're there, um, you, you all hear the sirens get louder as if they were out in front and then uh, as police sirens often do when the car stops, the this, uh, the sirens go silent. Uh, 
signaling that the, the police have arrived. Just before that happens, I'm going to say to Dr. Benz and Thaddeus and Garland, if, if you want to leave, uh, it's up to you, but the police are going to want to question you. Um, I probably should stay. I, I found the body. Yeah, I think we're material witnesses and they're already here. Garland, you can uh, handle it, right? Yeah, 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 no, I... Uh, You're looking uh, better, your color is coming back. I'm sorry about your acquaintance. I, think I can talk to them. It's a, it's a little bit of a shock, but I'll, I'll be fine. Rather. Uh, Dr. Vance, uh, yes? can you... Frida was kind of acting like a bot, uh, like a doorman. If, if she understands any Hungarian, ask her whether the gunshot happened before or after the girl fell. Um, I will go over. I'm not expecting much, but I'll ask her anyway. So I lean over to Frida and very quietly ask in Hungarian, when the, um, did the gunshot happen before or after Lady Varga fell? She can't, for kind of, uh, you know, 10 seconds or so, she just gives you a blank look. Mm -hmm. And then she just smiles really uh, widely and, and nods yes. I just give a small smile and sidle back over to Thaddeus. She's not, and then I sort of murmur in his ear, she's not Hungarian. She did not understand me at all. Well, Frida uh, sounds like a German name. With that, uh, a uniformed officer walks in uh, and along with a, a detective. Uh, Benjamin, you immediately, and Harvey, you probably do as well. I think you were with him when you went to the police station. You recognize the detective who walked in as Ray Stuckey. He was the detective that you talked to at the, the Boston, or not Boston, the um, Arkham PD uh, about the parties and, and when you were doing that kind of pre-investigation. Almost immediately as they walk in, Stuart Portman just starts yelling out, they, they're holding me against my will you need to let me go i want to talk to my lawyers immediately off very very loudly uh the detective you know just kind of looks at him uh and then sees you and just kind of looks over you and with like uh you know his arms raised like what 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 is going on this is ray ray stucky yeah hi ray um hey. so to put it simply we were working a case here we were looking for a young man. His parents were looking for him, wanting us to uh, escort him home. And uh, he's now upstairs dead. Uh, and now it looks like a self-inflicted gunshot wound. But uh, I don't see any reason, either from his parents or from, uh, from Garland's statement, that, uh, that he was the kind of a fellow who would kill himself. Um, he and this young woman here went upstairs to uh, have a bit of a fling. Um, it was kind of a bacchanal, you know, those kind of modern parties. And uh, gunshot rings out, and uh, I catch this boy up here, uh, the one that we got cuffed, uh, running away from the, uh, the area trying to climb out the window. So... He he, he looks kind of confused and the whole time Portman is still, you know, kind of yelling to the point where Stucky kind of holds up his hand to you to hold for a second. And he looks over at him and says, Hey, pal, shut up. 
let's just keep the death toll to one person tonight, all right? And with that, you know, Portman you know, shuts his mouth. He, he looks back at you and kind of scans the room, seeing everyone. And says, I, I'm confused. Is, is this your house? No, no, no. Just... This is Mr. Vargas and his daughter. Oh, okay. Oh, I got you. Bodies. I see. And so he, he looks over at, at Zoltan and he looks over at Ariadne. Uh, and he says, all right, well, I'll tell you what, you know, all, all of you, uh, stay here. Let me, let me have a look around. Nobody leave. Uh, and with that, he, he walks upstairs. Uh, he and, he and the officer walk upstairs. Um, you can hear the door open. I think you, you said, said that you had shut it. Uh, and a couple minutes later, he comes back down, um, says, all right, uh, who, who was here with, uh, with the gentleman up here? You said his name was Eugene. Yeah. Yes. Eugene, uh, we, we, we didn't come here with them. We came here looking for him. Was he in some type of trouble? No, his, no. His parents, his parents were worried about him. So we, we came to talk to him to try to get him to, to go back home. But he wouldn't listen. He wouldn't listen to us. And, and then, of course, once he and Lady Varga headed upstairs, you know the rest. All right, so I will give the detective a card and introduce myself and my son and explain that they're students together, uh, that we know that young Wilcox was carrying the pistol, although we didn't know that until immediately before the incident. Um, and his parents were concerned not about his mental state, but about his relationships potentially with young women. We'll also explain to him why we're all together. Mm -hmm. We were we were all of we were all hired by Mr. and Mrs. Wilcox to investigate this matter. Um, I also introduced myself, you know, I'm Dr. Sybil Benz. I teach Eastern European history at Mr. Tonic. All right, all right. I, I tell you what, the, the officer here is going to take down all of your information. Let me, you know, let me, let me talk to, to Mr. Varga uh, for a second. Uh, and with that, he kind of turns over, uh, walks towards uh, Zoltan, uh, you can hear them talking, um, basically, you know, asking him to describe what happens. Uh, and from what you can can hear, you know, it, it's kind of, you know, you're, you're kind of half hearing it because the, the other officer is coming over and taking your names and contact information, things like that. Uh, and, you know, at one point you, you do hear uh, Detective Stuckey ask, you know, had, had he been drinking? And, and Zoltan responds, well, you know, not that I know of. Uh, and, you know, a after a couple minutes, uh, he goes over and starts to uh, talk to Ariadne. Uh, again, you know, you're all kind of in close proximity, so you can hear all this. And she recounts the story pretty much the same as the, the way that she recounted it uh, to Benjamin, where um, uh, Eugene had uh, come in, um, you know, or they had gone up together that as uh, you know, they were you know starting to uh, get things on. He all of a sudden started to freak out. He pulled out his gun, was threatening her, uh, and as she you know was trying to back away, uh, she uh, you know was threatening to jump out of the window if he didn't stop. When all of a sudden he you know pulled the gun on himself and, and shot himself, and she kind of lost her balance and fell. Uh, and you know that's that's all that she remembers. Um, with that, the detective uh, uh, comes over uh, to both Harvey and, and Benjamin and says, you know, look, I, 
you know, this, this seems like a suicide to me. Uh, I mean, do you have any evidence otherwise? We have a young man who was upstairs when everyone else was downstairs and then suddenly was trying to run out the window. Now, oh, all right. So yeah. with, with that, you know, he, he walks over to Portman, uh, who's kind of just sitting there and goes, all right, well, what, 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 what's your story? Uh, why were you up there? Why were you trying to get away? And just like before, you know, Portman at first starts to, you know, balk uh, and say, you know, look, they, you know, you need to talk to my lawyer. They, uh, you have no right to keep me here. They, they uh, uh, have, uh, you know, taken me against my will. You know, this is kidnapping. I'm, I'm going to sue all of you. He, as this, he's, he's looking right at Benjamin and Harvey. <clears throat> um, as, uh, you know, the detective obviously isn't having any of that. So he kind of, you know, smacks him upside the head. Uh, and the Portman, you know, his eyes get wide, uh, and, and all of a sudden he, he just kind of breaks down. Um, and, and he starts, you know, saying, all right, you know, look, I, I got up there, you know, I, I was mad. I was mad that Ariadne had uh, chosen, uh, Eugene and not me. And, and so I was standing outside the door to see if I could hear anything. And that's when I heard the gunshot. Uh, you know, I didn't want, you know, somebody to, uh, to, you know, think that I had, uh, you know, I, I was the one who, you know, shot somebody. So I, you know, I, I wanted to get out of there and I, I ran down the hallway to the window and I was trying to get out the window. Ask him if he heard them saying anything inside the room while he was eavesdropping. Portman says, no, I, you know, I, I you, you couldn't hear anything in, in, in that room. I, I swear, I swear. All I heard was the gunshot. Uh, you know, you couldn't hear anything. No yelling, no threats. Yeah, no conversation. That's odd. No, not not that I could hear. I, I swear, you know. Please, please let, let me go. You know, I just came here, for, you know, for the party. You know, it. I, I swear, I didn't hear anything other than the gunshot. You didn't see anything else upstairs either. No, not until these two came up and you know tackled me and you know put me in these. And he holds up his hand, or I guess he probably can't because they're probably on his back, but. Our two stories are not lining up with each other. He was yelling at her. She, he should have heard that through the door. And uh, either he wasn't at the door, and we didn't see him at the door. We saw him running down the hall. I, I don't understand why Eugene would threaten her. He was telling me that he was going to shoot anybody that disrespected her honor. I, I, it just doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense and why you would. And I remember Eugene from my classes. I, and he was a quiet, gentle boy, a bit of a hothead. But aside from that, threatening someone with a gun, that wasn't like him. He didn't seem like a fellow who did, was depressed. Or... Did did when Stuart was uh, uh, stating what he experienced at the door? Uh, did he seem like he was sort of making stuff up or what did he seem very adamant and, and sincere or go ahead and give me a psychology role okay okay oh oh phooey. wow it's terrible i've got a great psychology but i rolled a 99 this reminds me of last night <laughs> yeah, but this is the 1920s so when he refused to answer our questions and call for a lawyer that makes him automatically guilty uh, you know, take him down yeah, as him. far as you can tell uh, he's telling the truth okay well we got um, a mystery here one that we were right here privy to watch and we can't solve it right on the it's uh mm. 
and Stucky said, you know, look, uh, you know, I looked up there you know, with what she's saying, you know, I'm not seeing any signs of foul play. Uh, and with that, you see two gentlemen and kind of like a white, almost like scrubs walk in through the front door. And he's like, hey, up there, guys, uh, with that, they carry like a stretcher up. Um, Benjamin, you, you, you would know that, you know, these guys are probably from the medical examiner's office or, you know, they're here to, to take the body. Uh, I'm then, sorry. Can I, can I go home now? I can't look, I can't look at him again. Like, it's says, yeah, look, you know, you, you should all go. I, we've got your contact information. This, look, I'm, I'm not going to lie. It's, it's, everything, you know, seems to at least be looking like a suicide. So, you know, we'll do some more investigation, but, you know, with that, you, um, uh, I think you all, you know, you should probably go, um, you know, Mr. it's been a long for you. Mr. Vandermolen, we're going to have to go inform uh, Mr. and Mrs. Wilcox. Yeah, uh, it's going to be. Sucky says, yeah, and, and, you know, when you say that, Sucky says, you know, look, I'll, I have to make the notification tonight. Uh, so, you know, I'll, I'll do that if, if you want to you know, whatever you guys or whenever you all want to stop over, you know, feel free. But um, well, you got to understand that we were hired to take him out of here. And now he's dead. Uh, officer, there is not, uh, or detective rather, um, is it, um, I understand that it's your responsibility in the broad municipal sense. Is it out of line for us as private citizens who were near witnesses to uh, proceed that? No, you know, look, do do what you want. I'm I'm not going to stop you from that, uh, but you know, as you know, part of the official, you know, duty, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to do that. Uh, I'm, I'm just saying, you know, if, if this had happened to you, would you want a bunch of people plus the police uh, over there? Um, no. It might be, you know, I'm just saying, it, it might be better to wait, you know, until morning or you know later on. But you know, I'm not going to stop you. Fair enough. Thank you, um, Mr. Varga. Uh, you don't think there's any chance that Ariadne needs to see a medical professional tonight, do you? She's not, you're sure she's not damaged in any way that isn't obvious? No, no, you know, thank you. I, I, my niece just needs her rest. Um, you know, if, 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 if you know, I, I asked, you know, if you could all, you know, if you all could go, you know, she's going to go to bed after this. And I, I promise you, if, if we do see any need for medical assistance, we will take her. Of course. Um, while he's talking, I sort of give uh, Benjamin a fairly significant like eye contact and then sort of tilt my head slightly toward the door. With the front door? Well, yeah, yeah. It's sort of like a, like, let's get like, out of here type thing. Right. Well, let's just go. I, I don't think I'm going to say anything. I don't want to say thank you for a lovely evening. So. Such as it was. <clears throat> all right, so let's, you, uh, let's all convene. So you, you walk out into the cool night air. Um, all of the cars that had previously been there uh, that had lined the street causing you to have to you know, park down the block are gone. Uh, the only two cars that you can see other than yours kind of a block away uh, are the, um, uh, is the police car and the, and the hearse. Um, as soon as we're far enough away from the house, I sort of get everyone sort of near me. Her accent was dropping. Mean so they're frogs. They're frogs. What does it matter anymore? I just, I don't know. I don't know if it's 
it may it may or may not actually be worth anything but when she when you were talking to her benjamin i was listening and i could hear her accent start to drop but you know frauds are not and and you know we we kind of suspected that they might be from the very beginning uh, well people I didn't like i didn't see any real criminal activity i i had no reason to suspect them of any foul play until the gunshot i mean they're living above their means they're borrowing but they have cash in piles and something drove poor eugene to kill himself and then, of course, the giant spider silk. There was of something which funny about completely the door. disappeared and left no evidence, really. Um, but I mean, that, uh, that could be some sort of a trick, but. No, but uh, you, you, I mean, when I was downstairs with Eugene, he said he was so upset by people who were uh, going after Ariadne's, Ariadne's name. Her, her saying that he would threaten her, it doesn't make any sense. He right. wouldn't Unless, have changed that much in a matter of walking up a flight of stairs, would he? He wanted no. to sleep with her, right? I believe so. I mean, that's the whole point. Everybody wanted to sleep with the, the young woman. I mean, um, he was yeah. he was obsessed. I, I don't know why he would. I don't know why he would do that. Uh, it could her be, you know, sleep with me or I kill myself. But that doesn't make any sense anyway. That maybe no. maybe Stuart is lying and was actually in the room as well. Okay, and how would he get out? How would he get out, Harvey? You didn't try to break in there. It was impossible there was, to get in there. There would have been a... Now, could we see the door from downstairs? Yeah, uh, the door is on yeah, sort of landing. In, but we didn't foyer, see yeah, him you, running you could, away from... No. We didn't I'm, see him running away from the door. No, right? but... It, so... But if I he mean, was right outside with his ear to the door, when so, the gunshot happened, we weren't... You know, yeah, and you know, I mean, in, you could probably see like the top half of the door from from the vantage below. So if he was like leaning down, you would not be able to see him. Right, and believe me, Benjamin, when you uh, if you'd seen how gummed up that door was, there was no yeah. way anyone went with, was getting through until it started to dissolve. Yeah, it took two of us to bash it down. Yeah, but that's the part of the whole thing that makes no sense whatsoever. Well, was I mean, there was there a second door to the room? No, just a closet. Closet and a window. The window was probably open. Unless Stuart was in the room, then fled, then the door was was uh, blocked up. The, the biggest problem was I don't think. I think the second the gun went off, anybody in the hall would have looked right up at that room and they would have seen him running away. Yeah. By the time we got, and we ran immediately up the stairs and we knew he did, he was halfway down the hall heading yeah. for the, the window to climb out. Is it possible I'm, he saw something? He certainly is acting very suspicious with the whole call my lawyer thing. Well, we know at the very least that either he or Ariadne's lying, unless the door is so soundproof that you couldn't hear someone yelling and threatening, which I do not believe. Right. Unless that unless the material that that disappeared absorbed you said it was sound. Some ropes. It, it was ropey. It was rope-like, but like I said, the only thing I can really compare it to is webbing from the world's largest spider. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. 
where yeah. where did it come from? I mean, and then it just. Well, the, what we have to decide, what hour is it? Is it like one thirty? Yeah, it, it's after midnight. It's probably one one thirty by this point, at least. So we have to decide whether we're going to take the detective's advice and let him break the news to Wilcoxes or whether we're going to wake them up in the early morning. I feel right. responsible. We kind of I feel failed. responsible, but I also feel like he's right that they might uh, prefer to absorb the matter before being inundated with us and our questions and of apologies. Course. I don't think and, we have any questions. Tell and, him. I'll have and, to let him... And he has to tell her anyway, well, them anyway. So I don't think us being there is going to affect much. But I mean, the, I don't know, maybe there's a little more we could do. I mean, the atmosphere of these of these parties, that there was something, some element of it that drove him to such a drastic uh, step. I mean, there was, there was something the last week uh, with that, uh, but that man, his name. The German charlatan? Vich? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Gerhard. Uh, Vinch. Vinch. Spiritualist. The thing is that they have we, have, we have a mystery that has some missing pieces to it. And the, the fact is we know that they've, they've had these parties every week or so, and that a lot of the guests have been there multiple times which could mean that anybody involved could have the time to plan uh, a, a murder, a, uh, uh, something like that. I, I find it very difficult in assessing Mr. Eugene that he would commit suicide. It makes no sense. Is he young, handsome? Um, Money. Maybe a little obsessed with the girl, but he got the girl. Almost. So Garland, who else was in the cellar smoking with him? Abbott, I think. Uh, um, his name. He, he was with his friend. I tried to get to uh, Gordon Checkley. Do you know the Checkley fellow much? I. I I know. I mean, he's an acquaintance of mine, but it's kind of a washout. He never just. The family money is all that he needs, and he has no desire to do anything with himself. Uh, it was cowardly of him to run off before even knew his friend was dead. Right. Keeper, did I ever have him in class? Gordon, I mean. Um, I mean, you might have. Uh, um, if, you know, let's say you did. Uh, and, I mean, the only reason you remember him is... Uh, just he did so so poorly in in your class, like almost like he was trying to do bad. Uh, it, it was very obvious that he was just probably you know going to school to you know he, he was being forced to go to school probably. Okay. Yes. Um. I had the honor of having him attend one of my classes, and well, it's very easy to see when someone doesn't really want to be there. I'll put it that way. Well, that's half the students in the, the country. I think there's going to be this connection between Eugene Wilcox and Stuart Portman, a rivalry, a uh, some reason why Stuart would want to kill or orchestrate the seeming murder of... Did you look at his hands? You cuffed him. Were there any burn powder burns on his hands? 
Yeah, you could grab somebody's hand and put their gun in their own mouth and pull the trigger. No, but if I mean, he was doing that, he would have been burned too, wouldn't he? Oh, you mean uh, Wilcox? No, no, I'm talking about. I mean, you mean uh, Portman? If, if, if Portman yeah. shot him, he'd have powder burns too. And why would Ariadne lie to protect somebody who murdered a man in her bedroom? And where would they have gotten the spider? Uh, so, uh, Doctor Benz, I, what are you? What are you even talking about? There is no spider. What does that even mean? Okay. Garland, did you did you see the door? Yeah, but you're <laughs> it's and uh Thaddeus, you Ludicrous. saw it with me. Yes, I mean the stuff was sticky and it gave us quite a problem, but of course spider silk does not evaporate on contact with light. It was something else. You, I you gave us a very vivid description of it, but it's going to be something that has those qualities, but it wasn't spider silk. How could it be spider silk? Spider you, that size would be the size of uh, the size of the house itself. Like where where would it have gone if such a thing even existed? Which it's impossible. It's impossible. That doesn't. That's not important. What's, I'm more inclined to believe that maybe there was some substance that. Well, what, what, why? What's the maybe, point? Why? I mean, why? did they do some kind of hallucinogen? What? Whatever it was, we we know. Harvey and Thaddeus, you couldn't get the door down on your own until it started to dissipate. We know this. Let's let's assume for a moment, assume for a moment that Eugene, this was Eugene. Eugene was going to threaten her and then commit suicide. He was threatened her, somehow used some substance to block the door and then commit suicide. No, but I mean, but no other scenario quite fits. But even I mean, then, Ariadne wasn't blocking the door to keep him in. He wanted to be in there. And why threaten her and then just and then shoot yourself? That doesn't make any sense. I mean, what I mean, so are you, are she you, seems a little out of it. What if I mean, what if there was some kind of substance in there? What if there was what if they were seeing things that weren't real? I mean, maybe if this isn't a matter of depression. Maybe Eugene saw something so shocking from whatever hallucination he experienced that he. How much do himself. we really know, though, about Eugene? Could he have been a disturbed young man? I, we have to go to his apartment. He hasn't been living at home. The drugs he was using might not have just been, he might not have just been smoking marijuana downstairs. He might have been having some heavy hallucinogens. It's certainly which possible. Might have, I don't know what yeah, that is. I only saw, I only saw the, the reefer down there, but I mean, he, has, he lives in an apartment, doesn't he? No, so Eugene did live at home. Uh, Checkley is the one who lived in the apartment that you had gone. Oh, but where has he been? He hadn't been at home. Where, where was Eugene staying? Did it, right. parents he ever had home? not been at home. He had been, you know, out a lot. There, there so, could to be. know, too, as you're having this conversation, you do see the detective and police officer get into the car, uh, into into their car and drive away, as well as uh, the gentleman with the hearse. They, they take, uh, you know, the, Eugene's body out. Uh, I assume you're, you're kind of probably in order for you to have this conversation, you would have you know gone out uh, and down the block a little bit. I assume yeah, that we were either on our way home or whatever. If, if this, yeah. I mean, in or about the car. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I know we've just been at a party, but I think I could go home and use a drink. <laughs> use a drink. Yeah. <laughs> well, I am, some... Dr. Benz, yes. in, in your studies of, of, uh, of uh, Hungary, um, is it not uh, with European royalty? It's common to have royalty go from one country to another. That that's happened all the time. So theoretically, could it be possible for them to go, say, from Germany 
to Hungary and then become royalty there. So maybe that's why the accent's dropping. The accent's dropping because their native language might be German, for instance. It's it's certainly possible. Uh, Keeper, when her accent dropped, what did it sound like to me? Under the American. Uh, I, would, I would agree with you, uh, Harvey, except when her accent dropped, she sounded American. And, she could have been educated here, though. And the... Um, the name and you know the name Varga is a common Hungarian name. It's not and, German. Right. And Var yeah, there there is no tie to Europe that I can think of aside from Hungary. Um yeah. well but, we also we know that Zoltan specifically said that she had no English before she came here. And so it had been hard on her in these last six mm -hmm. months. So they're frauds. Um and that might I mean that's my general idea is that something was revealed that shocked and unhinged Eugene, possibly because he was already in a state of mental disarray because of the reefer and maybe something else. I mean, he's been, perhaps the three thing that the Wilcox parents were getting right was that Eugene has not been himself. What they were getting wrong was that it had to do with Ariadne. Possibly. Uh, for the sake of Garland there, I think we, we should all go home get some sleep think about these things maybe you probably can't help but think about them mm. and then maybe we should get together at my office maybe tomorrow um yeah, say around so. uh 10 a.m sounds fair. 11 a.m that'll be fine yeah all right so you're you all uh go to your respective homes uh the rest of the night passes uh you know probably fitfully for for most of you uh and you know the next day uh you get up um there is uh an article in the paper uh for those of you who, who get the morning paper that the um uh that uh eugene wilcox uh was uh killed uh the night before uh the basically says that the circumstances state that it was likely due to, uh, or sources say, so sources close to the case state that it was likely due to his own hand. Um, and with that, uh, you know, when you all, uh, you can all meet up at Benjamin's office. Audrey, that will all be arriving in a few moments. Let's make sure we got drinks for everybody if they need them. Coffee. And nobody's heard from the Wilcoxes. No, uh, not unless unless angry uh, phone one, calls in the morning. No, no, unless if one of you had you know, decided to call them, uh, you have not heard from them. Most likely, the uh, police chief gave us gave them the, our story. Whereas, plus, we're not getting paid. But uh, Garland, did uh, Eugene have any siblings? I don't believe so. That's none that you know of. Mm. All right, so we're all together. Okay. It's Marjorie, Marjorie, my secretary. Hey, Marjorie. Please tell me you have coffee. Yes, we got coffee. <sighs> oh, thank uh, you. I beeline for it. <laughs> so after sleeping on it, does anybody have any uh, ideas? What's... Uh, Look, see, there's things I don't think are connected. I don't think the fact that they're frauds are connected with the murder. 
Wouldn't make sense that they are. No. One thing I can think of, I mean, the, the, the German fellow, Gerhard, whatever he was doing last week really got under Zoltan's skin. How so? Whatever, whatever it was, because he... Did he do a understand, they were doing a seance to contact Ariadne's mother. And that... Uh, it ended... Uh, I think it was jazzed up a little bit, but it was... Uh, well, it was, I don't quite believe it myself, but anyway, it, it ended poorly. But I mean, these kind of, these kind of things, right? I mean, they're, they're trying to learn things about people to try to impress them with their magical ability. So Gerhard digging into Ariadne's mother um, yeah, upset Zoltan quite a bit. But it, that's, he's using this, uh, uh, spiritualism it's nonsense you know how you know how to know if your house is haunted it isn't but did they explain what they meant when they said it ended poorly what does that mean look uh, keep foaming at the mouth people throwing up it was really uh, well that again suggests perhaps there are um, uh, growling substances involved Growling, Aerosol. choking, screaming. They're trying to talk to Ariadne's mother. Oh, Benjamin, what do you think about maybe questioning uh, Gerhard? Just I have his business card. He gave one to me. That, that might be interesting just to see his take on what happened that evening. Perhaps, especially if, if a seance ended that spectacularly poorly, it seems like... We definitely want to dig into that at least a little bit. Although he didn't flee the house as quickly as, say, Checkley did. We saw him go. I want to speak to this Checkley lad and see if he's lacing his marijuana cigarettes with, I don't know, an extract of cocaine or something. I, I know where his apartment is. I've been there. He wasn't there when I was there. But The other thing I want to do is talk to other boys who went into Ariadne's room. If Nobody can name them. any of them. They haven't been seen since at those they parties. They don't come back to the parties. So is it something the other fellows who weren't armed and couldn't shoot themselves, did they have some other terrible experience? It's possible. Actually, I do want to track down the professor who I spotted at the party, uh, Morgan in archaeology. He's a the CAD, right? Yes, to say the least. However, he may have, he's been to these parties from the sound of it longer than any of us. So I might be able to decimate out of him if I were to press the issue somewhat. I, uh, I have a weird and wild idea. Our, our boy, um, Stuart, he seemed rather obsessive, yes? Mm -hmm. Wanted this Ariadne, but wasn't getting her. Um, do you guys, have you ever seen one of those stage magicians hypnotize somebody? Mm -hmm. Mesmerism, I think they call it. What if we figure out that our Stuart fellow 
was getting his revenge on the other people because they've all seemed to have disappeared. Let's say they haven't disappeared. We haven't just found them. And that somehow he's managed to get uh, get our victim to commit, his, commit suicide. Uh, Ariadne said something that just struck me as odd, and I thought about it this morning. His personality changed. It was as if he was in the middle of a conversation threatening her, and then suddenly he turns the gun on himself and kills himself. That he, seems very odd. He was People very, were, I mean, the impression I got when he was downstairs, he was very much out of his mind. I mean, he was unprompted, was waving his gun around, saying how we'll defend her honor, but... But I well, saw his smile when she picked him. And, and remember, I mean, remember, you know, when you say out of his mind, he, he was you know, definitely <laughs> smoking uh, pot. So, you know, that, that, did. that made him... I'm just trying to figure out a way if, if, if I mean, I can't think of any real way where that Stuart could get to, could perpetrate a murder. The, the way I think that it is, uh, in any real manner. I don't think he was in the room. We would have seen him leaving the room. I, I, I so he was outside the room. I think. I think Garland, uh, myself, aha. Uh -huh. I think Eugene <laughs> saw something. You think he in saw that room. something in the room? I think he got startled by something, whether it was real or hallucinated. It is another matter, but I think but, but something he her startled. And then, I mean, I if you saw something so terrible, wouldn't you just try to run? Maybe. Not suddenly take a gun and stick it in your mouth and pull the trigger. I mean, I've never seen. I mean, seeing Eugene dead like that's the most terrible thing I've ever seen in my life. I, yeah, I don't. Pretty hard on you. I, but I mean, I don't. I don't think Ariadne is. I think Ariadne says what she thinks happened, but I don't know if that's necessarily true either. She we definitely just, jumped out the window. Well, and again, I mean, this whatever happened in there. I mean, that led it led Eugene to killing himself and her hurling herself out her second story window. Exactly. Some people who see very shocking things sometimes have lapses of memory. So whereas maybe Ariana. Uh, um, had a lapse of memory, Eugene uh, uh, um, was driven to shoot himself. I, I mean, this is all speculation, of course. Except that Ariadne didn't say that she didn't remember anything. She remembered him yelling at her. She then, was very vague about what he said, though. Well, and rather vague in general. Mm -hmm. the and that, that could be shock, but certainly. Could be although, a head injury. Although, I remember much more today if we talked to her. Although, is it was it me or did what what she told you and what she told the police seem to differ somewhat? A little. So she might have had time to let her mind clear. I'd be I'd be highly interested in if the Vargas have stuck around, whoever mm -hmm. they are. I mean, uh, we don't they know where their money's coming from. We'll have another soiree next week. I mean the the amount of the amount of police interest in them now, um, and that freedom must move. I mean, either everybody at the 
party took a bottle with them, or Frida is a much more efficient housekeeper than we thought, there were a, there was a lot of, of stuff to get rid of. The empty glasses alone would have been enough to fill a bathtub full of drinks, cigarette butts. And yet the place was pristine as far as we could tell. Well, so to be clear, it wasn't, you know, like it was pristine. The, the bottles of alcohol were gone. Mm. Um, you, you likely saw a couple glasses still around. Ariadne was holding the, uh, the, the, the glass of brandy. That's yeah, medicinal, uh, and, though. And Benjamin, well, you know that Stucky is not one to kind of uphold the, uh, uh, those laws. We all know where all the speakeasies are. We go there ourselves. Exactly. So. The thing is, is that it's not illegal to have drinking at parties. It's illegal to sell and buy alcohol. So a lot of these rich people have stocked their cellars full of alcohol. That's perfectly legal. So, uh, uh, so by this point, yeah, it, going on. yeah, yeah, it's been at least at you know half hour, forty five minutes, it's getting close to eleven o'clock. Okay. Well, do we go to the Wilcoxes ourselves as a group? Do we make a phone call? I think we talk. We we still have a job to do now. We have to figure this all out. And I'm sure that if the Wilcoxes are upset that we managed not to save their son, at least we can find out what the hell happened. Also, how often he carried a gun around. I want to talk to this. Uh, I want to talk to the Portman family. I have a mm -hmm. funny feeling we're going to find pictures of Ariadne all over the kid's boy, the kid's room. If he's now, Port Portman's not a kid, is he? No, he's. I mean, early twenties. Another student. Uh, about the same age as uh, you and um, okay. uh, what well, Eugene. So I Maybe guess he is a, a year kid. Younger or two. <laughs> mm -hmm. You're all kids to me, except yeah, Mr. So except Mr. Uh, Mullen, uh, Vandermolen, <laughs> and Harvey. Oh, Harvey's a kid at heart. If he could have broken his arm. I wouldn't have minded. <laughs> um. So I think my, my plan is to, I'm going to investigate departments. More about Stuart. Well, uh, what are the rest of you going to do? All right, uh, Father, I think we should go pay a visit to the Wilcoxes at least. Yeah. Give our condolences. Yeah, figure out uh, arrangements and things. We'll Tell them to... I won't stop until I figure out what happened. Mm -hmm. And I don't, I, and I don't believe that he killed himself for any, for a real reason. Um, I'm going to uh, definitely want to grill Professor Morgan, and uh, after that, try and dig up anything I can about possibly Ariadne herself, maybe about her mother, because for some reason that seance went bad. When they tried to contact her mother. Oh, somebody else we should talk to. I'm thinking of last week in the seance. Last week, there was also that reporter uh, from the Arkham Advertiser. Oh, Kelly Smith. Yeah, I've got her she information. probably has the name of whoever went up with Ariadne. She probably does. Nice thought, lad. 
Uh, and Harvey, are you? What are you? Who are you going with, or what are you going to do? I'll I'll uh, back up Benjamin because we're usually I usually work with him. All right. Uh, so uh, let's start with uh, the Vandermolens. Uh, you head over to the Wilcoxes. Um, you know, you've, uh, you, you've obviously been there before, um, you, you go up, uh, you know, knock on the front door, the, uh, their butler opens up for you, uh, the door up for you, invites you in, um, and, uh, invites you into the sitting room, offers you, you know, the, you know, a, a drink, uh, as is customary, uh, and within a couple minutes, uh, Edwin and Grace, um, or not Edwin, yeah, yeah, Edwin, uh, and Grace, um, uh, Wilcox come in, bags under their eyes. Uh, both are wearing um, uh, not not bathrobes, but you know probably uh, the the equivalent of like a um, uh, I can't remember what it's called um, smoking jackets or yeah yeah they're they're basically like casual down. indoor yeah yeah you know in. in you know, while that would normally be uh, probably frowned upon uh, in society, you know, you can you know, absolutely tell that they don't, they don't care. Um, right. Whereas I'll care. probably have an armband on or something that indicates. Uh, and, and they come in and immediately Grace comes up to you and gives you a hug. Uh, you know, you can tell that she's been crying all night. Her eyes are red. Uh, Edwin himself, he just looks distraught. Uh, and, and they both, you know, ask you to sit down. Uh, and you know, Edwin with his hands in his head, or yeah, uh, hand with his head in his hands, uh, you know, just kind of looks at both of you and, and says, "What what happened last night? We this is just we don't we're at a complete loss." I I I went there and I didn't stop looking around the house until I found him and I tried to convince him to come with me, but he wouldn't listen. Uh, and then he went upstairs with that Ariadne and then a minute later, there was a gunshot. Uh, yeah. There were only, it was only a few minutes between when we first uh, found Eugene and, and when um, whatever happened happened. Uh, the detective thinks that there may have been somebody else involved in some way and, and uh, is determined to do whatever he can to figure out what happened. Yeah. Uh, I, I know there were drugs involved. Did he often carry a, a firearm? Oh, Grace says, oh yes, he, I hated that thing. I knew it would come to, it, something bad would come of it, but he insisted uh, and she kind of looked over at, um, uh, Edwin and kind of gives him a, a little bit of a dirty look for a second. Uh, you know, you always, you know, you said that it, I was overreacting, but but look at what happened. And, and with that, she kind of breaks down a, a little bit. Um, and, and in turn, he says, you know, we, I got it for him as a present uh, on his 18th birthday. And, you know, he, he carried it with them it, it, with him it was a sign of to him it was a sign of uh stature and you know i don't think he ever really used it for protection or anything like that but this is all just just a shock where's the chance um you know it goes without saying that we're terribly sorry um that we could not uh prove ourselves to be more effective in preventing this tragedy and you know you have our every condolence 
in Grace says, you know, she composes herself and says, you know, oh, uh, Thaddeus Garland, you know, I thank you. You know, look, you did, I, I'm sure you did everything that you could. We please believe that we do not you know, hold this uh, against you or over you or anything like that. Um, I, I, I'm confused though. You, you said the detective doesn't believe this was suicide, but, but he was here last night and said that it, it looked like it was suicide. I, I'm very confused. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I mean, Armand, not oh, the police detective. Oh, uh, and um, Grace, you know, looks very confused still. So, so, so he doesn't think that it was suicide? That he thinks somebody did this to him, to, to our Eugene? Well, he's, I think, it partly like we do, he feels that he didn't do enough. And so he's clutching at straws, really. Uh, we know that we have every reason to believe that, that uh, Eugene and Ariadne were alone in the room when he pulled the trigger. Um, but we do think there might be some cause that we don't understand yet. And we're going to continue to pursue that possibility uh, in his honor. And Edwin says, please, please do. Uh, we will, I will continue to pay for your service, for your expenses. If you think something is, is going on here, I want you to, to find out what this is and, and let us know if, if these people are responsible for our son's death, they will pay. And I, I want the proof uh, to, to you know, be able to do what we can in our power to make them pay. Yeah, if, if if the Vargas or whatever their actual names are uh, had had a hand in it or something that they did caused uh, caused Eugene to do this, um, we'll find it. And Grace, at that point, she just kind of you know sits up, uh, you know, straightens up a little bit, gets a hardened face, and says, "I, you know, I, I knew that that girl was always a bad egg from the beginning. I knew something was going on, you know." please please you know do what you can we will if you need money if you need anything let us know and we will get that for you to get to the bottom of this because if i i believe you if you don't think that this was suicide which i can't believe that it was then i i we we need to know we we need to know the truth and eugene had never indicated in the past anything like a suicidal inclination edwin uh replied no never and uh, uh, Grace is uh, shaking her head, you know, agreeing with him. Uh, you know, never. He uh, was, you know, while he was going through this phase, you know, obviously we were concerned, which is why we, we brought you in. But there was nothing to indicate that he was going to kill himself. I mean, if he was going to do that, why would he be going to these parties all the time? Why would he be going out all the time? It, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah, he's, nope. he, and he's not the only, one thing that we did learn, he's not the only, he was not the only young man to get himself caught in her orbit. Um, whatever, whatever game they're playing at, there are other, other people involved. Well, then you, you absolutely need to find, find out because I if we can, you know, prevent this from happening to somebody else then, you know, that is what we need to do. Absolutely. 
So, just, you know, like we said, just let us know what you need uh, and we will absolutely, you know, help you out. We, we, we will do everything we can. You have all of our resources at your disposal. We'll, we'll take care of everything. Don't worry about it at all. Um, and if there's anything I can do to help with the arrangements, um, be in touch, you know, my, uh, et cetera. Um, and we'll leave you to, uh, you know, Thank you. Yeah, continue uh, your your day as best you can. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, we we appreciate that, and we'll let you know when the the arrangements are. Um, you know, not not to be, uh, you know, formal or less formal, but the Eugene has not been released from the medical examiner yet. Uh, I guess there are formalities, but we're we're working to to get him back as soon as possible and and have the the funeral as as soon as we can. Of course. Uh, with that, they um, they do excuse themselves uh, to, to go um, further, uh, make arrangements, uh, and, and allow you to go out. Is there anything that you wanted to do before you leave? I don't think there's anything else here. Um, you know, I guess uh, the butler's going to come and see us out, so we might as well ask Garland. Um, I assume you know the butler's name. Uh, was he, I knew he was out a lot, but it wasn't just his parties. Did he, as far as you know, did, did uh, Master Eugene have another place that he spent a lot of time? Or did you admit him late at night or? I, the, the butler, I didn't want to upset the parents. Yeah, the butler's name is Fitzgerald and he says, oh, oh no, sir. Uh, uh, yes, uh, you know, Master Eugene was uh, going out a lot, uh, not, to, not to speak ill of the dead, uh, but uh, he, um, you know, he, he was going to uh, the, the Vargas parties. Uh, and outside of that, I know he was um, uh, doing, uh, going to see Mr. Checkley uh, a lot. No. Uh, outside of that, I, I don't know um, if, where else he might have gone. Uh, um, would it be too impolite to ask if we could just take a look at his room real quick to see if he had like kept a calendar or something of places he'd gone. Uh, he, the, you know, the butler uh, kind of, if, if it's okay, I'll go and check uh, to make sure that that's okay. Um, and, and he, he goes and comes back about a minute later and he says, oh, please, of course. Uh, and then he takes you up upstairs. Um, it's, uh, you know, fairly, you know, decently sized uh, house. Uh, and the upstairs, um, you know, all, all the, is a hallway. The, the doors are closed, which you presumably to uh, the other bedrooms. Uh, he leads you to, uh, you know, one room opens the door. Uh, it's very obviously uh, Eugene's room. Uh, <clears throat> it's kind of uh, not in, in disarray, but it's, um, uh, you know, it's got like some clothes uh, hang, hang, thrown over chairs. There's a, a desk there, a, write, a writing desk, the, the bed, uh, closet. Um, a, a nightstand, um, you know, everything is, you know, fairly neat because, you know, they, they do, the uh, the family does have help and, and servants to, to clean up, but, uh, you know, kind of what you would expect to see, at least, you know, just by looking in. Yeah, so let's see if there's a day book um, or a diary or both. So, yeah, you, you start looking through the desk 
uh, and you don't find anything like a diary. Uh, most of the, the drawers are just kind of full of just random paperwork, um, you know, old school random stuff. Yeah, exactly. Some stuff from school. You do find a day book uh, within there. Uh, not really much written in, in it. Uh, you can so you can kind of tell that, you know, going back uh, about you know, maybe a year or so in, in the day book, you know, he's got a pretty regular schedule about school, uh, you know, with classes listed out when they are, when assignments are due and things like that. And then about five months uh, prior, uh, you know, those seem to slow down uh, where they're not kept as uh, diligently. And then about three months ago, it's basically, you know, there are really no entries until about uh, a month and a half, two months uh, prior, where every Friday is the Varga party uh, that's listed. Uh, but other than that, um, and you do find uh, one of the invitations to uh, the Varga's party uh, that you had already seen. But other than that, uh, there's, there's no other appointments uh, listed in there. <clears throat> and no meaningful correspondence shows up. No not, no, not that you find. Um, you know, no stash. As, uh, sorry, so uh, no, no stash of of reefer or anything like that. No, not not that you find. Uh, looking around, and you know, even more importantly, you don't find anything to indicate like a, a suicide note or anything like that either. Um, you know, there there might be some you know, written letters there, uh, but really of, of no significance, um, you know, maybe a one or two to like a pen pal, uh, but nothing that, you know, as you read through them, they're just kind of, you know, idle chatter, nothing to, very significant at all. You well, do find, I, I will say, you do find uh, in one of the drawers, a full box of ammo uh, for his gun, so. Well, Garland, I'm sorry. That's that's okay. I think I think it might behoove us to uh, go visit. Um, Let's get lunch and then go talk to Checkley. Yeah, go talk talk to Checkley, and then at some point, pay a visit to that reporter you talked to outside. I keep forgetting her name. Kelly, was it? Kelly. 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 All right, so uh, we'll jump over to, let's see here, let's jump over to um, Dr. Benz. Um, you were initially going to go to talk to Professor Montgomery, correct? Was it Montgomery or Morgan? Morgan, Morgan I'm sorry, Morgan. Yes, you're right. You're right. Um, so, you know, he is in the archaeology department at uh, Miskatonic University. Uh, are you just going to go to his office? Uh, what, what do you? It's a Saturday, so you know, not um, uh, not he, a lot. He probably wouldn't be at his office unless he's doing some major research, which he, he very well could be. Academics are like that. Um, I probably would, would at least looked up his office hours to see when he's going to be in. Uh, you do show that he is not on. At least his office hours state that he is not on the weekends. All right. Um, at that point, well, he's probably at home, most likely. Mm -hmm. um, so I suppose at the moment, it's not 
super important that I talk to him, but I can at least look into the Vargas and then if I have time, drop in on him to see uh, what else I can learn. Because at the moment, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to look up where he where he lives anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll I'll first look up what I can about Ariadne's mother and then look him up at the same time. Okay. Um, where are you gonna look that up? Uh, how how would you? Well. Um, well, first of all, I would probably be trying to look in like the, any of the local papers to see if any names, like, you know, if anything was listed about Ariadne, like if she had mentioned, like, you know, just general things about like, you know, daughter of blah, 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 came to Hungary at this mm-hmm. age type thing. All right. Um, go ahead and give me a library use for all. 75 out of 80. Okay. So uh, after uh, about, you know, an hour of searching, you know, you do find the previous article that you found uh, about the party the week before uh, with, uh, what is it? The, um, the gadabout uh, about town, I think is, yeah, the gadabout, mm-hmm. uh, you know, keeping up with the social, uh, Arkham social scene. Um, you do find, so you do find the one that uh, from the previous week, uh, you, going back farther uh, about, um, a month prior, you do find a, uh, well, I, I guess it would, month would be forward. So maybe a month and a half prior, you do find a um, another article uh, in the social pages uh, talking about Ariadne and Zoltan, uh, you know, about, you know, their, the, the, it doesn't really mention their parties. It, it's more an article about them. Uh, and it's very small article. It, it's not, you know, very, very large at all. Uh, just that, you know, talking about how they are uh, Hungarian nobles who have decided to come to Arkham to uh, it, after they have it, they escaped the oppression of Hungary uh, after uh, the Great War. Um, they, it talks about, you know, how exciting it was that, that they were able to escape uh, and uh, are looking forward to starting their new life in, in Arkham. Uh, doesn't give much more information than that. Um, other than that, you, you don't find anything about Ariadne, about her mother, or, or anything like that. All right. Well, I suppose while I'm here, um, I can look up Professor Morgan's address, because that would just be in the phone book. Yeah, yeah, you, you easily find that. Okay. Um, I do want to make a, I know I looked up my own, like, I looked up on my own collection for, like, anything related to the Varga name. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, you said I, I didn't see Zoltan or Ariadne there. In... When I was lo- looking up the, the Varga name as like, who is this family? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, family you, you trees, did. maybe? Right, yeah, you did not find anything yeah, like that. You know, you did find that um, uh, Varga is a, you know, it, it's a fairly common Hungarian name. Um, but, you know, other than that, you, you did not find any, uh, like, lineages or uh, family history uh, or noble lineages uh, kind of related to them specifically or, you know, even right. really the, the Varga name. 
Right. Because if, if if I remember, I what I had found was it was like if they're related to nobility at all, it's like second cousin, twice removed, right, exactly. way far back. Exactly. So, hmm. all right. So maybe I'll have to put that on the back burner for a bit. But I am going to go speak to Morgan. I hope he's home. He should be. Okay. Uh, so you go over to, um, you know, his house is not, you know, not a, it, it's fairly near, first off, it's fairly near the, the campus. Uh, it is not, uh, you know, a, you know, it's what you would expect for a professor to have. It's not overly expensive uh, or anything like mm-hmm. that. Um, you uh, kind of, you know, walk up to the door. By the time you get there, we'll say it's early afternoon. Mm-hmm after spending your time, you know, doing the, the research, uh, are you just going to go up and knock on the door? Well, I mean, at this point, it's not like I could have dropped a card off to say, I'd like to, you know, call on you. So at this point, it would be a knock on the door. All right. So you, you go up and, and knock on the door. Um, after, uh, you know, a little bit, uh, you hear, uh, you know, a voice on the other side uh, and the door opens and it's Professor Morgan. Uh, and he, he sees you and he looks, uh, you know, a little shocked to, to see you. Uh, and he goes, oh, uh, Professor Bent, I, or Dr. Bent, I, I didn't expect you to, uh, to, to see you here. Uh, can, can I help you with something? Is everything okay? Um, everything's fine for me anyway, uh, Professor. And I'm sorry to drop it on you so suddenly, but um, I'm sure, I, I don't know if, if you saw me at the party last night, but I certainly saw you. Oh, uh, do, oh yes, I, I did actually. I, I meant to come over and, and say hello. I, you know, apologize for for not doing so. Uh, and with that, he says, "Oh, p- please, please come in and invite you." Of course. To his house. Um, as we're sitting down, and I'm guessing like their parlor, mm-hmm. um, I'm like, "You see, Professor, I've been hired by the parents of the unfortunate Eugene Wilcox." Mm. Initially to bring him home and well, now to figure out what exactly has been happening. Oh, yes. I, how unfortunate. I, I did hear about that. You know, it, it must have occurred after I had left. Um, I, I don't know anything about what happened, if that's why you're here. Of, of course not. Um, when did you say you left again? Oh, I, you know, left probably around 11 o'clock or, 11, or so. Right. That may- that that's all right then because uh he would have died after midnight which you were gone by then um but i actually had some inform- I, I did have some questions about previous parties since i know you'd probably been there more often than we were obviously uh yeah i you know i i've been there you know a number of times it's uh the, the parties have been fairly similar to you know the way that it was going last night you know you have your, your rooms with some revelers you have some rooms where that are a bit more uh how should i say uh classy uh you know mm-hmm. with with you know everybody you know talk discussing you know topics of the day and and so on but uh that, that's how it typically goes of course um i uh well i was curious did you ever get a chance to speak with either Lord Lord Zoltan or Lady Ar- Ariadne? Oh yes, I, I've spoken to them uh, a number of times. You know, quite uh, 
uh, quite fascinating story uh, of them escaping from Hungary and of course, of course, uh, you know, quite uh, you know, very you know, lovely people. I'm uh, I'm sure you know with you with your you know interest in in Hungarian history and all that. You know, if if you didn't get a chance to them, you you should absolutely you know make sure you do. Oh, I I certainly did. Um, but there is one thing that got brought up that I haven't had a chance to really find much more out. Did, oh. Did, did Lady Ariadne mention her parents at all? Uh, no, not not that I recall. Uh, he kind of you know sits there and thinks for a second. Uh, you know, I I do know. I, I believe that um, Zoltan had said that uh, her parents had died during the Great War, which is why he took her under of his course. wing. But other than that, uh, I, I don't recall hearing anything. Mm, of course. Um, oh, my. Oh, yes. Actually, there is one thing I'm very curious about. Um, did you ever stay at these parties at midnight or beyond? Oh, for for the uh, the invocation to Bacchus, you mean? Yes. It's, yes. I, I've been there, you know, multiple times. Quite a, a silly uh, ceremony. I, I think more more pomp. Uh, than anything else. Uh, of course. Um, did you, by, by any chance, did you recognize any of the other, did any of the other young men she had taken to her room? Oh, um, you mean, like, did I know who, who they were? Yes, if, 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 if you have names. Uh, no, not, none of the names that I, I at least remember, you know, I, I do recall seeing them, um, you know, talking to them uh, throughout, uh, but, you know, just brief conversations and nobody from the university that, that I know of, uh, or at least remember, um, you know, obviously none that, that whose name stuck in my mind. Uh, you know, I'm, I, is there a reason you're asking? Well, I remember hearing that, well, from other people that young men that were involved in the invocation never seemed to reappear oh, at the parties. That I'm, I could not say, uh, you know, come to think of it, um, you know, I, I'm sure I've seen others, you know, come back. I mean, you, you can understand why uh, I, I, but as you say that, um, it doesn't necessarily, or I, I don't uh, necessarily recall seeing, you know, anybody, but to be fair, I'm not, I, I was not keeping track of, you know, of who course. was uh, meeting with Ariadne afterwards. Um, can I do a psychology role to see if he's, if he's lying to me? Sure. Ah, four. Uh, as far as you can tell, uh, he is telling the truth. Um, you know, he really just, you know, you, you very much get the impression and, and you, you probably actually know this from, uh, you know, just working at the university that he is somebody who, you know, if you're not interesting to him, he's, you know, he forgets about you, you know, a couple of minutes later. Um, you do though, you know, as you're kind of watching him, you do, uh, almost get the impression that, you know, he's a little bit on edge. Um, you know, he's definitely shocked uh, or was shocked that you are there. Um, and, you know, he, he's just on edge for one reason or another. Okay. Um, uh, 
Professor, please understand, I'm not suspecting you of anything. I have no reason to. Um, if there's anything else that you think might be relevant, I'm certainly willing to hear it. No, I, uh, to, to be fair, uh, I, you know, I don't think that, I can't think of anything. I mean, I could tell you that, you know, with all of the, you know, uh, potential scandal uh, that could come from this, I, I won't be there at any other parties, you know, should they have them. Uh, but, you know, other than that, I, I really can't think of anything. Uh, Keeper, did I see him get his drink thrown in his face? Uh, you would have, if you didn't, you would have at least seen the aftermath and him walking out. And I believe that the others would have told you. So you would have definitely known about okay. it. Okay. All right. So just to clarify, it had nothing to do why you possibly left the party wearing a drink? Oh, well, no, uh, of course not. And with that, you know, he starts getting fidgety uh, and, you know, you know, flustered, but that, that was just a, uh, uh, that, that, that was, uh, that was just a misunderstanding. That former student of mine that's, uh, you know, was just upset that she had failed out of my class. That, that's really all that was. You, you know how students can get. They certainly can. I've certainly had more than a few offer me some rather interesting things to improve their grades, if you know what I mean. Oh yeah, it was nothing inappropriate. Uh, I, I can assure you. Uh, you know, I I tried to help the girl as much as I could. You know, uh, Miss Harris. Uh, you know, she but she just did not have the aptitude for for my class. It, it was that simple. Uh, you know, some students you can help, some you can't. And uh, obviously, she you know thought that I had you know treated her wrongly, and you know obviously that was not the case. Uh, professor, as far as I can tell, anything that happens with students or whatnot in your personal life is not the focus of, of my investigation. Well, and well believe, I can assure believe, you nothing happened. All right, all right. Um, as far as I can tell, there's not really much else that is coming to my mind, except perhaps this might just be because because of my area of expertise, but did either of the Vargas ever seem to you like perhaps they were hiding anything? Uh, no, not, not that I know of. Hiding something like what? Well, that perhaps they're not quite who they say they are. Oh, no, I've, I've never heard anything uh, to uh, give me an idea that, you know, they're hiding something, you know, quite the opposite there. You know, they seem to be very truthful and, uh, you know, just wanting to to get back to their home country. I mean, if, if they were trying to hide something, why would they be trying to get back? Very, very true. Um, uh, thank you very much, Professor. You've been very helpful. I won't take any more of your time. Oh, well, you know, absolutely. I look forward to seeing you at the next faculty meeting. Of course, of course. Uh, good day. He shows you out. Um, and, so, and as I leave, I as the door shuts behind me, I sort of look behind and just then go, "What an asshole!" And I uh, <laughs> get back in my car, sigh, and drive back. All right. Uh, so we'll we'll jump over to Benjamin and Harvey. Uh, remind me where, again where you were going. 
we were heading towards the Portman's house. I suspect that Stuart Portman might be far more involved. Now, we might not even gain entry because his parents, but I'm going to try to intimidate them. Um, Javi, uh, um, there's some really interesting questions that we need to find out. Where... Uh, um, I just had the questions in my head. Uh, yeah. um, what, what? Go ahead. Where... where uh where has has some of the other previous people gone maybe maybe Stuart knew of who else he sure seemed to know Eugene was going in there I'm oh, wondering if he knew who else went in there we could start getting names what's what's Ariadne doing in between parties um, yeah. is I mean, he, she's obviously is she sequestered at home how are these boys meeting her you know, they all had invitations. How is she inviting them? And is Stuart pursuing her elsewhere? Right. I want to see if he's got a, you know, a closet full of uh, photographs pinned to his wall upstairs in his house. Um, yeah, that might be that might be better questioning for the second half because that might put us back to the wall. For the first half, he might be more apt to talk about people who have gone in with her before so we could find out what happened to them right i don't know if he's still locked up or not but uh if he is locked up i still want to talk to his parents they'd, they'd know whether he was acting obsessive yeah. about a girl i doubt he he was locked up for long because there's nothing there's nothing concrete on him and it sounds like yeah. the detective was ready to call this a suicide except that he mm -hmm. was the only one there I would. Oh, I agree go. with you, Ben. Believe me, I agree with you. Uh, something seemed fishy there. Gunshot happened, and he was bolting out the window. That's not traditionally when people hear a gunshot. You know, you may duck for cover, look around, and see what's going on. He was running immediately out a window. That screams guilt all over the place. I'm hoping the other detective will grill him for at least 24 hours. But yeah. We'll find out. He might have powerful lawyers. These are rich folks. Not all of them rich, though. You notice that some of the kids weren't particularly rich. They're all yeah, good looking. Back. Yeah. They were all good looking, right? Yeah. I mean, she likes a good looking man, but that's why I suddenly started thinking maybe she ain't going after their money because what if she's not? What if Ariadne is not Zoltan's niece? I told you I found hair up in his bed. Oh yeah, hair. all right. Well, but I mean, that's that's that hair describes like about a quarter of the population there. Well, I don't think that he had a quarter of a population in his bed. But I mean, quite honestly, a young girl is she teenage? How old is she? No, she's in her twenties. Yeah, twenty-three. Yeah, by you know, five years here left when she was eighteen. There's no reason to believe that she doesn't flop on his bed while she's talking to him, while he's sitting at his desk and just got some sort of her hair on his bed. Yeah, I don't know. Quite but, uh, I didn't get a good look in her room until the, the murder. Yeah, I and, didn't even uh, really get a good look. I, I was in to get the door down, saw that he was, uh, that Eugene was shot in the head, and then uh, you called for me. So it was a very brief moment I was yeah. in there. Dr. Benz, she's 
she's suspicious of the maid. The maid doesn't seem to actually speak Hungarian. But uh, I didn't think that Frida was actually a Hungarian-sounding name. It sounds German to me. Could be. But also, like, again, you know, it's very common for, for families to move about Europe. They could have easily had a German heritage and then through marriage became royalty within Hungary. Well, not a royalty. That's I don't think that's the way that works. Well, I think to be, be nobility, married you, have to actually, you have to actually have land. Yeah, but I think nobility goes through the male line. So I don't think he could marry into it. She could marry it. I don't yeah. know. I don't know how that stuff works, but it seems it seems a little fishy. And Hungary's royalty is now, or, or nobility is all anyway. Yeah. So let's, well, let's uh, see what the parents have to say if they're willing yeah. to talk. So when I, you, oh, sorry, go on. Uh, ben, I, I just start light on them first. Don't go, don't go heavy until if needed. Right. I'll, I'll try. I'll only intimidate them if I have to. I'll just tell them, look, um, talking to me is going to be way easier than talking to the police. Yeah. Uh, so you do uh, when you look up his address, uh, he is in the book. You, you do find that, you know, there are a number of portmans in the, uh, the Arkham City directory. Uh, you do find one for Stuart. Uh, there are a number of others that for others that could be his parents, but you at least find stewards. Um, uh, how did you want to do that then? His address is on West Pickman Street, uh, a, a nicer part of Arkham. On Pickman Street. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Down from the studio. Um, I, I Maybe beforehand we would we would have called for my office. Uh, to see if uh, we were talking to the parents of uh, Mr. Stewart Portman. His number or just, I mean, so we'll, we'll say that there's uh, six other Portmans in the phone okay. book. Well, I would call them all. Okay. Until I ascertained where Mr. Stewart was staying. It wasn't staying at home. And would they mind if we came over and spoke to them? So uh, after the fourth call, you, you finally get uh, the Portmans uh, on the phone to, that are his uh, parents. Uh, it's, their names are uh, Larry and Mary. Uh, they, um, you know, th their address is, you know, a nicer part of Arkham. Uh, you know, on the, the father is on the phone. Uh, you know, what, what are you going to say to him? Um, Mr. Portman, my name is Detective uh, Benjamin Armand. Um, you may or may not know that your son was involved in an incident last night at a party. Have you been informed? Uh, no, we have not. I'm sorry, Detective, are you with the police? I am a private investigator, but I oh, was okay. present at the incident. Okay, uh, and how can we help you? Well, I wanted to ask you some questions about your son. Does he live at home or does he have his own place? I'm sorry. You know, I, I feel like this is something that I will need my lawyer to, to discuss. I, I don't just talk to detectives on the phone. Um, if you'd like to come to, uh, if you'd like to set up a schedule with my lawyer, you know, he gives you his lawyer's uh, information. Well, first of all, I'm not a prosecutor of any kind. I'm a detective. We're trying to find out what's going on here. 
it'd be a lot easier to talk to me than it would be to talk to uh, uh, a bunch of lawyers. I understand that. However, uh, you know, that being said, uh, I don't know if um, I, I don't know what you're talking about. I will have to talk to Stuart about this and see uh, if, if, if I can ascertain what has gone on. And then, like I said, if you would like to meet at our lawyer's office, then uh, I'm sure we'd be more than happy to discuss with you. That's uh, not necessary. All but, right, well, uh, then uh, have a good day. And with that, he hangs up the phone. Ah, their reluctance, that makes me even more suspicious that they're involved somehow. Well. Yeah, just over the phone, though. I don't know. Maybe a, 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 a house call might be. Well, at this point, we can't. Leave yeah. Me. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're crossing lines there. You know, quite honestly, we... I don't really give a shit. Um, if the kid's involved, then I want him to end up in Sing Sing or wherever we in Arkham Send are main criminals. Yeah. Wherever mm -hmm. wherever the penitentiary is up there on the <laughs> coast. Um well then let's see what else can we do. Uh maybe we go back to the house, make sure that they're still there, not packing their bags and getting ready to leave the country. Um ask Ariadne directly about the other boys that she's picked. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if she's doing, if she's, if they are going missing, then uh, yeah, she's either part of that, or or Stewart is. Yeah, or she could at least, if she's not part of us, she'd give us names. Yeah. Well, let's yeah. go ask her. Yeah, let's ask her. I, I think can't no, hurt. no, no harm can come of that. I mean, um, it's it. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I was just going to make the comment that uh, too bad Occam itself doesn't have a penitentiary, but it's not that large of a town. I'm not sure they'd want to put a penitentiary in the same town as the university. <laughs> yeah, um, I'll get together on the weekends and have big parties. All right, let's head over to the, the Vargas's temporary home. So you uh, you head over. Uh, you obviously know where it is. Um, just like you know, when you left last night, there, uh, with the exception of there being no police cars, uh, you you pull up. Um, as you are pulling up, uh, we'll say it's it's probably about one o'clock by the time uh, you get there. Um, you see, uh, you, you pull up and uh, you see Frida outside of the house. She's putting. A, uh, a lid on one of the trash can on a trash can that's kind of around the, the side of the house uh, sees you and starts kind of walking up uh, as you're walking down the, the path to the house. Um, as you get close, she just kind of stands in the uh, on the walkway uh, looking at you uh, just kind of expectantly. Good afternoon, Miss uh, Frida, was it? She just stares at you. Um, do you speak English? Speak well, uh, English? She just again, look, just gives you this, uh, you know, blank stare. 
I'll proceed to the front door then. Uh, as you start to go, she kind of grunts and puts her hand in, in front of you uh, to stop you. Oh, we need to speak to Mr. and Mrs. Or, uh, Mr. Vargas and his daughter, or his uh, niece. Um, she she seems to uh, you know somewhat understand what you're saying, and so she kind of waves for you to to wait there. Turns around and walks up the the stairs uh, in, into the front door. Um, are you just gonna stand there? Are you gonna go up on the porch? What, what I'll go you... up on the porch door. Yeah. After uh, about a minute or so, um, the front door opens and Zoltan is there. Uh, he says, oh, a gentleman, um, you know, uh, can can I help you? Uh, it, it's been a trying night for, for us, as you can understand. We're, of course. we're very tired. Can, can, can we help you with anything? Well, we unfortunately, we need to ask a few more questions, if that's all right. Uh, we're still trying to find out uh, some of the details of uh, what's been going on if as you can understand this has been uh, quite traumatic for for both of us i would you know prefer that you know not to subject my niece to anything you know any any further questioning uh if if this can wait uh you know perhaps uh until tomorrow or monday the you know, longer we wait sir the more chance that whoever is responsible for this is going to get away so I, I realize Res that you're, I, I won't be more than a few minutes. Responsible, the, the, the boy killed himself, sir. We're talking about the entire situation. The entire situation, I don't understand what you mean. Um, we just need to close up all of the loose ends, sir. Uh, I, I understand it what you're saying, however, uh, again, I, I believe that, you know, in my niece's best interest, uh, that we should wait uh, and uh, until she's uh, feeling better. She has been resting all day uh, and uh, will likely do so. Uh, the police themselves, you know, we gave our statements to the police. You're more than welcome to talk to them. Uh, but I must insist that uh, we, you know, leave her uh, be. Well then, sir, maybe you can answer a few of my questions. I, I can certainly try. Um, first of all, some clarification. You've been having these parties weekly for a number of months, yes? Uh, for, yes, uh, yeah, we probably started about three months ago, if I had to, to guess. All right, and you don't particularly approve of what goes on at these parties. I don't, I don't think that I would say that. I don't necessarily approve of uh, what Ariadne uh, has, uh, you know, does, uh, but, you know, we are in America. This is a free country, as you say, and as a modern woman, I can only uh, hold her back so much. I'm, I'm trying to let her, uh, I'm trying to give her the freedom uh, you know, to do what she wants within reason. Well, in these modern times, it's not so unusual that a young woman would uh, like to experiment a bit with uh, different young men. Um, does she always choose a different young man every week? I'm not sure. Uh, well, I, you're I like here, you're aren't you? Implying. I'm asking you if you're here and you've seen her choose a different young man every week. 
I have I'm not been implying here. anything. I, I have been here, but I don't think that uh, what you're you're getting at, sir, is really any of your business. I, I'm, I'm not getting at anything. I'm asking you a very simple question. Well, again, I I don't think that you know I can rightfully answer that with respect to my niece. You know, the more difficult you 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 make this, um, I'm the one who's being very gentle here. Um, the police wouldn't be so gentle. The, the fact of the matter is, um, there have been a number of missing people that have come to this party. Well, I didn't say that because we don't know that they're missing. <laughs> we don't even know who they were. Uh, but uh, I don't say that out loud. Um, so now you've said it. <laughs> well, and, and, and he says, well, you know, if you are, if you think that they're missing, then please, by all means, go to uh, the police. But uh, I, I'm sorry, gentlemen, I don't believe that I can help you in this inquiry, that the police have come, they've investigated, they have, you know, determined that the terrible event last night was, um, was you know the, by the own man the young man's own doing and because of that uh you know we are the matter is closed uh, well and, and we setting that incident on. setting that incident aside then the police perhaps don't know about all of the other young men so you can answer my question or i can go to them and we, sir, I suggest that you go to them. And with but, that, he but, steps back and starts but, to close the door. This this could benefit you greatly, Zoltan. This what we're trying to do is help move this from an investigation that would look deeply into you to try to help you out. There could be a lot of benefit from this to you. I appreciate that. However, I again, like I said, with uh, in my niece's, with my niece's best interests in mind, I think we are done speaking here. Good day, gentlemen. Uh, I wish you. I bid you a, a good day. With that, he he takes a step back and starts to close the door. Um, what are, what are you going to do? Burn the house to the ground. No, <laughs> I guess I'm going to. That's all extremely suspicious. I'm sorry, Harvey. We need uh, to... Go on, sorry. Well, I think they've left us no choice. We can go to the police and tell them there's missing people. But we need to find out who the missing people are. We don't know. Exactly. We have to get in contact with, say, Stuart. Uh, he would know. Uh, maybe Dr. Uh, Dr. Benz went to find out information along a similar lines with uh, one of the professors. You go to the police and find out if there are other missing boys. Yeah, yeah. So the, the, the guests that we noticed there that we could identify, are they, were they mostly local guests or were some of these people like out of state, you know, just through mingling and hearing as far as you could tell, they were all local to Arkham. Okay, uh, so missing people, would uh, we be able to track that down then? We should. There should be reports. Their families yeah. would say missing people. Uh, I think it's time to go that route. Both of you give me listen rolls. 
Oh, nice. Oh, six. That's a super duper one. I have to see what my listen actually. <laughs> That's extreme. Um, no, I didn't hear anything. So yeah, Benjamin, you don't hear anything. You're you're obviously, I, I think, a little fuming uh, over the way that that went. Uh, Harvey, however, you have a little bit clearer head um, as you are both uh, having this conversation and uh, stepping off of the porch. You you hear from within the house, uh, Ariadne. Uh, her voice kind of yell out uh, to her uncle, "Who is that?" Uh, and her, her her uncle, you know, mumbles something back. You, you can't quite make it out uh, other than, you know, something about, you know, people from last night. Uh, and you hear her response very clearly. Oh, did you invite them to the party this Friday? And with that, we will close out. What the hell? <laughs> Our players. Included David Gasway, Stuart Lively, Jen Obertaz, uh, uh, Morgan Llewellyn, and myself with Tyler Hudak as the Keeper of the Secrets. We have a Discord server where you can chat with our other members. You can set up private games and you can learn the finer arts of gameplay and game mastering. We provide audio only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. If you'd like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows and leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh together with all the members of our gaming club inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of HP Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming. Just cast an eye while by in her direction Oh me, oh my, 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 the perfection I repeat, don't you think that's kind of neat? I ask you confidentially, ain't she sweet?